Hey, wonderfuls, welcome to episode 354 of the podcast uh, with my wonderful guest, Amanda Brooke Perrin. I am uh, delighted to have met her. We had such a great time. Uh, as you will hear, I've created more work for myself by getting really excited about the idea of a podcast that we talked about. So uh, please enjoy this episode. Boy, we are we are staring right into the face of the new year, aren't we? Happy New Year to all of you wonderfuls. I am very grateful for you, as I said in my last introduction, and I am hoping to see some of you at a Sketchfest show or other. It is around the corner. The dates are January 9th through 26th. Tons of great Maximum Fun shows there. Um, other stuff with Maximum Fun adjacent friends and pals and talent and wonderfulness. So um, hopefully you will get a chance to come up to San Francisco and uh, get some comedy on. We're going to pretend like I didn't say that. Visit sfsketchfest.com for a full schedule. Okay, everybody. Happy New Year. And by jump in, I mean let's let, relax to a full horizontal. This is a I mean, full. I don't know. There's, I have no shame. This is a meditation. Do you want me to do a meditation for you? Uh, should you? Absolutely. How long will that take of the uh, podcast? Uh, five seconds. Okay, great. Um, I actually do gone. feel more relaxed after doing that. Do you, that is a very listen, bizarre I like, thing. It was borderline the sound my husky makes when she wants to go for a walk. <laughs> I only and hang I out mean with that with all due respect because she's very smart. <laughs> there is a sort of like, oh. like she doesn't bark. She sort of groans. She's half whale. Yeah, she's oh. it, it, there, it, it genuinely does kind of sound like that. Which, by the way, there's a dog that's I think quite old, but he's still he's big and he lives behind a high wall uh, down the street. It's actually down a couple of streets, but um, he's gotten to the. <laughs> he's very protective of his territory. <laughs> I've heard him and seen him before. No big deal. Like, yes, it's a dog that's barking at you while he peeks up from the top of a tall wall. Like he's Wilson from Home Improvement. Yes, he is Wilson from Home (laughs) Improvement if Wilson were part polar bear. Great. Uh, Which is how I picture him anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So you get it. But the other day I was walking past and he wasn't there. And somehow because of the acoustics when the sound came it sounded like i could feel the breath on my neck at the same time and this was the sound like it was a like it was an old like 1950s ghoul and i jumped so hard it was like but but what it was was him lurching up to get to the wall to then be able to bark so he was like so uh, so like i within moments i was laughing really hard but i was scared i was like the mummy is after me well everyone knows that the scariest ghouls are from the 1950s (laughs) anything past that less scary oh they make the funnest sounds they are truly the spookiest of all the ghouls (laughs) do you like scary movies um you know i'm getting warmer to them um Uh, but I that don't. That means it's not like you're playing a game with someone where you're like, when I'm at the video store, <laughs> they say 
stay warmer. 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 Uh, very hot. Very hot. Put my hand out. And I'm, you're burning. You're on Dracula fire. Dracula versus Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I I think I I can't have a lot of time to think about how I'm also Canadian, so I'm going to say a boot probably 800 Which times. Which is a guarantee it will start happening to me and then oh, I'll I be that wait. complete asshole. Who, oh, wonderful. People think I'm Canadian all the time. And really? that's when I'm talking to people who aren't Canadian. So I don't know what to tell you. Where I'm are from you from? Arizona. Oh, Arizona. It's yeah, so you're weird. basically Canada. It's <laughs> like a, a part of Canada. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't have too much time to think about a scary movie. Otherwise, I psych myself out. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Like so I like went pre to seeing it. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was invited to us to see us like an hour before the movie started. And I said yes. Okay. Because um, I'm trying to say that more in my life, uh, Shonda Rhimes style. <laughs> Is that, was she the original say yes more times in your life? You know, person? it just happened. It just started. Before that, everyone said no forever that to was everything. It. Talk about a game changer. <laughs> Goodness know. gracious. My life has changed. Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's sort of to do with um, like managing fear and anxiety. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I am like a newly sober person so oh, i i think thank you like eight months and i'm uh i'm finding myself more curious to try different things i'm like what do i do now what sure. do people do with their hands sure. <laughs> <laughs> no clue. Wait, what were the things you, you were like you took meth macrame i was, was a, i was yeah. a meth head and um <laughs> just full i was always classic juggling <laughs> classic <laughs> classic always juggling. juggling uh yeah just so many um just kind constantly had to be uh twiddling something <laughs> yeah but were, uh, drinking or do you mind if i ask no yeah yeah, yeah no i i think I, I i just always assumed if i were going to hang out with adults in the evening time there would be alcohol and yeah. so uh you know like one or two drinks always calmed my nerves but i'm like i should find another way to cope with being a nervous nelly so yeah. um so yeah it's just been this really interesting time in my life where i'm like you're allowed to be nervous about things uh but also maybe do more things to fight to, uh fight off that nervousness sure sure and it's been working great yeah uh that is that something that you kind of came up with on your own was it was it because well, yeah. what you're describing and again i don't mean to pry but i clearly yeah. am prying so yeah. I, I do mean <laughs> please to pry. pry away you know how you know how americans are what yeah if i just did that the entire <laughs> podcast like really made it about canada and america no i it, i'm very used to that okay, and i good. and i make it about canada a lot listen I, the problem is, is that i feel i have as many canadian friends as american friends at this point in my life so yeah. Not to say, and listen, now I've added one more. So you're your own worst enemy because now you've made yourself even more common in my life. Oh my God. I cannot wait to have slumber parties here. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. You, uh, so yeah, I guess what, what I'm prying about is, um, that people find sobriety in different ways and people are at various levels of wherever their addiction is or, or just the decision, even if it doesn't feel like addiction, but rather a bad habit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, for you, was there a sort of rock bottom moment or really was it like, I'm not comfortable with how much I need to be slightly lubricated. Yeah. Socially? I think it, I mean, I def all of my drinking really started with social anxiety yeah. and being able to calm myself and have normal conversations which is common for so many people so many people and it came to the point where it was like it had to happen otherwise i i would just stay home because i i I don't know i'm just a nervous person by nature i think yeah but um 
yeah, ever since I've quit, you know, it's, it's been a very bizarre eight months. I'm still getting used to it and learning, but I also have found that I wasn't really listening to people. I was just filling the silence because I was nervous. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And there's so many people that have uh, the same problem. And so I've met a really, uh, a group of really great sober people that have been able to help with all that. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been in the States? Uh, three years. Okay. Yeah. And always LA or? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And where'd you come from? Um, I lit most recently Toronto, but I lived in, I grew up in Calgary. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, God, it is so impossible. This American life really tied itself so hard to Calgary with its wonderful episode. I don't know if you're familiar with it about, um, there's one of their contributors is from, uh, Calgary. I'm pretty sure it was Calgary is the first is the sort of the opening introduction to this song that it turned out like in the seventies or eighties or something was a song that people thought was specific to their city. And then lo and behold, it turns out that this was like a generic insert name here song (laughs) that works for a bunch of different songs. So it's like they just sub in lyrics that sort of identify the city. So anyway, you should listen to it. It's very funny. But so that in that particular case, I think the very first one was Hello, Calgary. (laughs) With the snow and the... But then like as this reporter goes through, like kind of goes down the rabbit hole, he realizes that there's like Hello, Phoenix, <laughs> with your cactus and your. <laughs> it sounds like um like a a news morning show. Yes, that's exactly what the music sounds like. That's amazing. And yet, it was just used as a morale booster for different cities. Good for us. I <laughs> all of us really needed that. We were like, because there's nothing more exciting than hearing your hometown in a song. That's right. People that lose their minds. It's insane. Yeah. Um, I get excited about it too. Like Tucson is not a, an oft mentioned, oh yeah, you know, city in a song. Can you Tucson. think of any other songs that have Calgary in it? Um, Surely you can. Yes, there's a Death Cab for Cutie song that has Calgary in it. Uh-huh. And, Which one? Um, no pressure. You uh, know what? Can't get you a drink. I'm just kidding. This is. <laughs> Is that your sense of humor also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be able to remember it if I just give you something. To I think it's a sad oh, one, gross. though. Yeah. Well, probably. all of them are kind of the Death Cab for yeah. Cutie uh, had, had some real laugh riots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just some real downers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Death Cab for Cutie. I don't know any other songs off the top of it, but Toronto, like there's Neil so Young many. would throw a bone towards Calgary or something. Who or is something. this? Like, a, like Neil Young. Oh, yeah. Like maybe there's a might be a Calgary. Reference. You would think. And then Toronto's in every Drake song ever written uh-huh. and uh, Sean Mendes. And yeah, we love to shout out. Um, what does he call it? Oh God, the six, the six. <laughs> the six. Uh, what was your um, experience as a teenager? Like in, in Calgary in terms of like, did you go to a private school? Did you go to a public school? Oh man. I went to a, a Catholic school growing up, uh, public, just, um, I, when I had to find a picture, I, you found, you sent some gems. I really uncovered, I think I called it a cauldron of nightmares (laughs) just (laughs) waiting for me. I, uh, there were, yeah. What was I, I was, 
I was very painfully shy until the seventh grade. And then I found improv and it was like, you couldn't shut me up. Um, except for in front of boys. I, I'm still very terrified. Whenever I look a man in the eye, a part of me dies. Um, and uh, I really hope that that part uh, rebirths itself before the next time you look a man in the eye. Cause oh, otherwise man. you are the mummy that I was afraid of meeting when it turned out to be a dog. Well, absolutely. I, uh, I have a date tonight. So um, hopefully, you know, the full soul dies and then I become a different person. Oh, <laughs> as the prophecy the foretold. Pro- yeah, yeah. I we do we have to get back to that prophecy at some point That's just right. to see how things go. That's right. Um no, I, yeah, I, I think I, I made jokes to survive and that's, that's continued throughout, uh, adulthood as, as well. So, uh, um, yeah, always class clown trying to be the funny one, very tight, curly bangs. Uh, if you saw the I pictures, did. I did tight, just, a. <laughs> I, cause I used rollers. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. I was going to say like, is what was that any kind of a natural state for you? But I guess not curly. I had very yeah. curly hair already. And then my friends used rollers on their bangs and yeah. I was like, well, I need to do that too. I did not need to do that. <laughs> cause it just became a tube. Yeah. And I remember my friends would stick their fingers through it. Oh no. What a, that is a real incentive for friendships. Yeah, it truly, yeah, you got to feel this tube, man. Um, (laughs) They're like, it's like a Chinese finger trap. You put it in and then the hair won't let you out. You're sort of trying to figure out the puzzle of getting it out. Be gentle. Oh, man. If only that let me out of my own cage that I was in as a teenager. (laughs) Right? The key was in your bangs the whole time. It's like Harry Potter's scar not really but um <laughs> but like kind of similar yeah yeah i can't believe um, you knew how to use rollers that young i don't even i still don't know how to use rollers well i honest. didn't if uh, as you'll see as evident in the pictures yeah, you at least got the tube i did get the tube um yeah i i uh, but aside from that i had really curly frizzy hair and so yeah tube in the front <laughs> so like business in the front <laughs> And then just a, a mane of untamed hair. And my mom used to I'd be like, do you want me to straighten your hair? And she would take an actual iron oh and my. iron it out on an ironing board. Okay. That feels very like Anne of Green Gables somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then she went to the general store and bought me three bolts of fabric to make my <laughs> winter formal dress. And that lasted me five years. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think I I, I was nervous, I, constantly embarrassed. Um, I also didn't understand how makeup worked. So um, whenever I would get very um, embarrassed, my f- whole face would turn into a complete tomato. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, just just <laughs> just such an uncomfortable kid. But so but <clears throat> in terms of improv. Uh, first of all, I'll, I'll say the thing that I have to get out of the way, which is that I'm consistently impressed with how early improv is accessible and introduced to young people um, in some of the more kind of, well, not even necessarily like cosmopolitan, but just like in Canada in general. Yeah. Uh, I'm very envious of that. And um, but also like, did you because one of the fun things, right, that people use to pitch people improv is like, take an improv class. Even if you're not interested in acting, it's going to turn you into such a different, more comfortable person in the rest of your life. Yeah. Did that 
did that kind of carry over for you aside from the a little dying a little bit when you look at Amanda? Yeah, because I think I was more eager to make jokes. That didn't always pan out. So there were, you know, there were times where it fell flat obviously, but I think I I fan like once I got my first laugh, it was kind of like, "Oh, I can use this as a defense mechanism." Yeah. as opposed to not saying anything at all like I had the previous however many years of my life oh my god and so for you high school is grade is it like grade high school is is 10 to 12 10 to 12 in alberta gotcha i think it's 9 to 12 in other provinces but yeah it was 10 to 12 for me and was it did you go to a co-ed school was it a public school yeah 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 how how, was it a big school (laughs) sorry co-ed i was like did i talk to one boy um No, not <laughs> for co-ed. me not really <laughs> I would say and I did wear a uniform it was um jelly bracelets and a spider-man t-shirt um and to prove of it I say looking at my recycled <laughs> flip-flops uh easy to travel in bracelets yes i what was the question I started laughing. uh I think I asked how big the school was like oh it was sort of like you're in the sea of kids or if it's like smaller yeah. classes where everybody knows each other it was a sea of kids I would say um were you a good student other than no on top of all that ass um uh no yeah i i i transferred schools twice during high school um one to a learn at your own pace high school which did not work out because i just spent all my time in the drama room uh-huh um god wouldn't you Man. yeah what I, yeah as no brainer my friends were like we're gonna go to science i'm like why though <laughs> why would you go oh we need to graduate oh right right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i ended up going back to um the structured high school yeah in my last year of high school otherwise i wouldn't have graduated oh yeah <laughs> yeah I were you the kind around. of student that teachers were like, I know if she just applied herself, she's clever and she's... Yeah, but a lot of them didn't know my name, so... Hmm. <laughs> tricky. <laughs> tricky, tricky. Yeah. I remember like an elementary school teacher called me Delilah after I had been in his class all year. <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> Much more common a name than Amanda. Much more common. Imagine my Delilah. life as Delilah, though. Oh my God. I mean, listen. How would it have been different? Be the, everyone would sing you a Tom Jones. Everyone who knew a Tom Jones song would sing the Tom Jones. I'm not sure why I know that. Yes, I am. I had a boyfriend in college who was very into Tom Jones. Oh. Yeah. Where is he now? Uh, he's here. He's, he's married yeah. to Delilah. He's married to <laughs> Weirdly, they live and they live in uh, Tom Jones' guest house. So everything <laughs> came amazing. full circle. Yeah. Good for him. Just as you'd want it to be. He, he changed his name legally to John Bones. <laughs> That's right. John Bones. That's exactly right. You know him. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. What a small world. So nice. What an incredibly small world. That's so crazy. So that sounds like you did not do a ton of dating in high school. Uh, I would describe my dating life as a desert. Okay. And I had been there for several years. And that is where I stayed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get my first boyfriend until I was 18 working at a grocery store and I dated a 28 year old yeah you went right for the the sweet spot of the almost 30 guy I I was like where do I see myself I see myself going to Walmart on Fridays (laughs) to get bed sheets which is a real date we went on hey it was a real good time. No, I didn't. I had so many crushes. Uh, a friend of mine paid my crush to dance with me 
at the school dance. Wow. And I thanked her. Oh my. Oh no. Do you I mean I guess you know how much you were the dance cost. Great news. One dollar. I mean, it sounds to me like somebody didn't need to have their arm twisted to dance with you, from my perspective. Sounds like that's almost as if he was doing it for free. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I was such a hot commodity at the time, as we've learned, and um, he just wanted a piece of the desert, and the (laughs) desert came to him. Listen, if you put that in a song and add Tucson, I will scream (laughs) with pleasure every time I hear that song. Wanted a piece of the desert, Tucson. The desert came to him. <laughs> Tucson. Just keep saying Tucson. It'll work. It absolutely works. I mean, I think a lot of things rhyme with Tucson. Why not throw that into a song? Yeah, I guess that's true. Come on, everybody, the soup's on. <laughs> We're going to eat in Tucson. Eating, I eat, and I'm from Tucson. This is about me. <laughs> Uh, Okay, we're going to take a break. I will be back after a word from our wonderful buddies at Maximum Fun. Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt. So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the Odd Couple. Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. She's too serious, too businessy. She doesn't know the hokey pokey. Well, she'll learn what it's all about. <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby, this is family. My uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight. A new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society for Maximum Fun. Did you, so, so and, and your experience dancing with that crush, I guess it's not like, and the end of that story is, even though we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, we, we smooched that night. No, I never smooched him. I had such a crush on him. We fake dated for like a week. Um, and when you say fake dated, what does that mean? Um, I think he asked me out and then we never talked during the week. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, and then, oh, and then he turned out to be so mean to, I remember this so clearly. He called me and asked me out again. And I said, no, I, you know what? I think we've already been down that road. And then someone started laughing who I didn't know was oh, on no. the phone. Oh, no, no, no. But you know what? I had my, my like, I actually won in that situation because his friend heard him, re- heard me reject him. That's true. So, like, so your friend, the friend was actually laughing at him. I think so. Yeah. I, that's what I choose to believe. And I also like, mm, it's hard to know what the, what the motivation is on that. Because I feel like I, I had three way phone calls with friends where this, the object of it certainly wasn't to humiliate the other person. It really was like, it felt so important that your girlfriend be on the phone with you so that you could then dish afterwards and talk about what every fucking nuance of Dissect every, everything. yeah, just read way too much into each thing. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess I don't know if, if, if straight boys are really cut of the same cloth. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know their motivation. And it was a guy. It was a guy. Ooh, how sucky if it had been a girl who started laughing. That would be 
my worst oh. nightmare. No, kids are so kids were so mean at yeah. that age. Yeah. Did you know. did you do did you um, pull any like little pranky things with, at all or was that you know because that could the, doing improv and sort of wanting to be the class clown could sort of dip a toe into like a, a crank call here or there or uh, breaking into a bank and oh I think money we did prank gun. calls but um you know we were horny teenagers so we just wanted to <laughs> and, like you know how did you ever go on on chat. Mm-mm. Okay, on chat was a chat room in which you chose um, an avatar. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is so so are embarrassing. You, are you looking at your hand because you're you've you're holding your thumb and your index finger as if you're holding like a like a string like a my long character? Bean? I try to pick the sexiest cartoon character uh-huh. and be like, I'm gonna meet my soulmate today. Oh sure, sure. <laughs> what would you? What was your? Uh, like ideal sexy avatar oh man well you know she would have probably red hair because i was like i'm being real right yeah. now <laughs> i'm this is me being honest yeah red hair boobs sure because i did not have not have those and then you know just like a character who maybe is like in a wink position <laughs> um just a character who looks like she's had a lot of sex as a cartoon mm. character. Sure. What were you, and so were the choices, like, was there a diverse group of choices where oh, you yeah. could have been like the cute girl in glasses Absolutely. with like a flat chest and a whatever? Yep. You could be, you could be a literal happy face if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, and it, it's so you creepy went thinking of, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> like, no, I need, I think I, I'm going to be the sex worker. <laughs> I will. Right. Uh, this is what online was invented for. That's what exactly. And for sure, we were talking to other teenagers who were trying to meet oh. a 24 at F. Yeah. <laughs> F hopefully. From hopefully. Tucson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then also the like scariest version of that is like, no, you were the only teenager. Yes. Everyone else was a 50 year old male. I have who, thought of that often. Very yeah. scary. But nothing um, ever resulted in like, you want, do you want to meet? Let's meet. Uh, it would it would be like let's meet up and then we would log off and giggle uh-huh. <laughs> so it, it ended with us being like oh my god i can't believe we did that we had internet sex by just being like and now we kiss he touches my shoulder <laughs> and we're like oh my god i can't believe we lost our internet virginity uh, did you would you when you were doing that would you have that like thrill of like oh, sort of yeah. endorphins like oh as if god. it were the most daring crazy it doesn't take much when you're a teenager oh, to no. flip that switch. Not at all. And be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. We were insane. Like, yeah. We would drink Red Bull. Oh boy. That only happened to... one night, but I yeah. love telling that tale. <laughs> that's the end of the story, actually. It's just like, we drank Red Bull and it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, you, did you get any sleep loss that, that night? Uh, no, I'm sure we were up until like four or five in the morning. Our parents being like, when will it end? Yeah. Chain smoking in the bedroom. Wait, you were changed. Um, oh, your parents were changed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Flexible house. No. Very, very lenient household. No. I smoked for a week in high school and I thought I was the coolest, the baddest bitch. Yeah. Did you ever smoke? Yeah, I smoked. Uh, um, I smoked like cloves Amazing. when I was gothy. I mean, I smoked <gasps> a few like marble lights. I'm sure if I could oh say the God. name, that would help. But you were a goth. I did. I, not the whole time. Not the whole How, experience of high school. What ages were you goth? Like 13 to 15, probably. 
Amazing. You know, what, like, what did you listen to, Marilyn Manson? No, no, I'm older than you, so I was like heavy into like Depeche Mode and The Cure and stuff. Oh, so you were like a cool goth? <laughs> mm, was I? <laughs> Debatable. Was I yeah. Uh, you never went through that phase, I take it. I went through like an emo punk phase. Yeah, um, I would say goth and punk were sort of intertwined yeah. very much so at my school. Yeah. Uh, what were you listening to? I mean, I was listening to, oh God, this is so embarrassing. Um, well, I get, well, I was trying to listen to the songs that my, or the bands that my crushes listen to. Mm-hmm. And now I genuinely love like Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> sure. Stuff like that. But like Yellow Card, I, I went through this Sum 41 phase that... Who daddy? <laughs> Who daddy? Got to get the piece of that Derek Wibley. Um, and uh, God, what else did I listen to? Oh, Elliot Smith. If you oh, sure. wanted to party. Sure. <laughs> In <laughs> a quiet room feeling sad. Just rocking Bless. back and forth, Bless. sobbing. Um, Dashboard confessional. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I was sure I was going to lose my virginity to hands down by dashboard confessional. <laughs> um, little did teen Amanda know uh, she wasn't going to lose her virginity for quite some time. <laughs> so she would be into different tastes. Um, uh, just jungle sounds. It turns out I'm just kidding. That's it, man. <laughs> I was going to say, I, if I had to, I'm, I don't remember. I mean, I'm absolutely positive there was music playing, but I could not tell you. When what, you lost what, it? Yeah, when I lost it. If you had to take a wild guess. I had to take a wild guess. It's gross that I could still call the person that I had it, that I did it with and be like, do you remember what we were? <laughs> I would say a safe guess. Would be- <laughs> this is awful. I would say, say, oh God, I feel so embarrassed saying this because like this was... This was long. I feel like this was long after the movie came out, but I do feel that it could have been Peter Gabriel. Amazing. Um, it could have been, or it could have been like, I don't know. I think I had moved into like somewhere in my junior year. Uh, I continued to listen to all of the music that I had sort of, that I liked myself, but I had gone back to being really like close with my dad and like we've gone on a lot of road trips. So there was a lot of like reintroduction of like, you know what? I do like Dire Straits and I'm very proud of myself for liking it. (laughs) Couldn't name a album now, maybe I probably could. Um, But so there was like, there was definitely more kind of like folk and like, like adult rock that had re-entered because we all kind of went through I feel like a lot of my friends in high school for some reason it was like all of a sudden we all knew who Jackson Brown was in a way that we absolutely (laughs) had not yeah I don't know where that came from like maybe there was something else going on in music that when you put a guitar pick underneath your pillow that's (laughs) that's oh the guitar fairy comes the guitar fairy comes and plants your love of like your parents music yeah yeah, I got really into Tragically Hip. Um, oh, sure. My dad was a hip head. Yeah, that and, seems yeah, is that like Neil Tragically Hip Canadian. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a loyalty of Canadians to Canadian bands? Yeah, we get really excited. It's the same thing with hearing your city in a song. Yeah, but like anyone or anything from Canada, we're except for our entertainment industry, like television shows, we're like, no, no, we don't know anything about that. Um, that's, but, I've noticed that is true. Yes. But music wise, it's like, Drake, did you know he's Canadian? Yeah. 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 He's, he's ours. Justin Bieber's ours. I don't know why we claim him. So, <laughs> so excitedly, but you yeah. got to embrace them all. you got yeah. to embrace them all. Tragically hip is great though. I no, Agreed. Agreed. I stand. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fun moment when you, when you sort of realize like, 
that you can like what you like and you don't, and it doesn't have to be like confined to one type of like in terms of how you define yourself. Lots of people don't go through a phase where that's even an issue, but I think a lot of us do sort of have that identity kind of like, I better carve my identity on my forehead. Oh yeah. You know, so that it's clear that I like this and I don't like this. And doesn't that help you understand me and like me? Oh yeah. You know, just a chameleon absorbing what the, the person you're talking to is into. Yeah. Were you into like watching comedy and stuff? Like was comedy aside from just being excited about performing? I remember watching just for laughs on television with my family when I was young, not really understanding the stand up jokes, just kind of <laughs> being like, this is, I will laugh now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I always loved SNL growing up and stuff like that. So yeah, I guess I was, I was into comedy, but I got really into comedy in high school and um, that would just sort of took on my, everything were you in a competitive improv group like i did i joined one yeah i joined i was on a couple teams in high school and met my nemesis on one of them (gasps) yeah well we have a surprise for (laughs) you could you come in here please Uh, usually i wait for you at least say the person's name but you don't have to i mean what's their you could say either their initials their first name or a pseudonym jm JM. Okay. So you met J and JM was your nemesis in that you were similar. Not at all. I think he became a lawyer. (laughs) So we were on an improv (laughs) team and he, I, we were in, um, the improv championships and I, because I had switched schools, I was on this one team, but then I switched back to my old school and had to join this other team. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know anyone really, but we were just on a team automatically so even the school at your own pace had an improv, a competitive yeah. improv team. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. It was That's amazing. 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 But almost I didn't graduate. Almost <laughs> I didn't graduate. Uh, you can tell from sentences I form. Um, but yeah, so we were in the championships and he tried to plan a scene ahead of time. <gasps> and I went on stage. What a no-no. And started just a completely different scene. Um, yeah, because that's what you should do. He went backstage and punched a wall. <laughs> what is happening? And it was our highest Nick rated Man. scene of the entire night. Oh my God. But apparently we both still talk each other like, oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and how I've never he, had one. How can you be his nemesis when he cheated? I know. I don't you know. Can't hold on to that. I don't know. I think he was at a barbecue once and he's like, oh, she's doing comedy. That's weird. Oh, you little bitch. You a little bitch. What? Okay. First of all, I have to assume you remember what the scene was about. I don't. Okay. I have no idea. I, I, I didn't know if it was going to be one of those. Like, oh, I know the one that never we, forget. The one that we were supposed to go into because we had done it during a practice or something. It mm-hmm. was something with tennis or something like that. But wait, Which, but isn't that, but how planned are you allowed to have your, maybe I'm wrong, but isn't that, are you not supposed to have a plan about what your scene's going to be if it's improv or do you or is it okay to come up with a like like a scenario first well so like you can gra- like grab one from the audience or something yeah but, but i mean like for him to say like listen here's the plan we had already done the scene in a practice and he's like let's just do that scene again but isn't that not improv then or yeah <laughs> yeah 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 no i was like but that's not improv i'm like but that's just us re redoing a scene we've already done yeah and i was like that's weird i barely remember the scene that we had already done yeah that Um, sounds to me harder than starting fresh yes the idea of putting the pressure on yourself 
to do a thing that you were doing in the moment that went well that you then immediately forget because that's sort of the nature of improv is that you have to so make room weird. for new stuff. I would be because because then you're like you're neither you've neither memorized something nor are you spontaneously creating something. So then I would just I feel myself freezing like yeah it's terrifying. Oh God, what what did I what what did I maybe say in this maybe moment before? That's awful. Yeah, it was bad. Tennis. Ugh. also tennis no so tennis <laughs> i think i started digging immediately <laughs> like this is the opposite of what you wanted um he keeps trying to steer it back <laughs> thanks for unearthing these old tennis rackets amanda thank god you dug them out with another tennis racket <laughs> yeah anyway it's just so funny i've never had a nemesis before you. it's so funny i it's a resentment i refuse to let go of though yeah <laughs> I say that, but also like, I can't tell you how many times I've brought up the person who put ants down my pants and that was first grade. <laughs> Stop, no. I still am mad what at him. What do you mean? I mean, he put ants down my pants. How? Like, how did he like transfer? Like red fire ants. But how did he transfer those I think ants? They were, maybe he got them in a cup or something. <sighs> That's now, hideous. I mean, listen, and I absolutely remember going to the nurse and then you go, and then she got out the, in the freezer, like a popsicle stick in a cup <gasps> that was the ice that you peel the the cup away like the wax cup away so that you can then just stick a uh, cold ice on your bum and that oh. is i said bum for your uh for your comfort by the way because i Thank feel like so maybe much. that's what canadians say what would you what uh, what would I you have said if butt. i was american my butt my ass <laughs> <laughs> my buttocks my buttocks my first grade buttocks uh that's i don't know so but do you mean. say bum um what do i but no. i think i would say butt I guess I maybe it was wrong. Maybe. Did you say mom? I said (laughs) my mom. My mom. I told my mom what happened to my butt. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, why did he do that? Or they? Sorry, it could have been a woman. It was women. It's 2019. Women can put ants down. I think he was a little imp, (laughs) and perhaps he didn't realize that they actually would bite my butt, but they did. Wow. Yeah. My brother um, pranked me when I was a, a teen. He was like, you can hang out with my friend and I. And then he, they had attached a piece of paper to a string. I don't know how they planned the timing of this so amazingly. Yeah. Because looking back, I'm like, that was quite impressive. So far, it's a rudimentary uh, <laughs> series of amazing. devices. We're walking paper down a hill. I'm walking, there. trailing behind them. They yank the, the string that's attached to the paper. And I step in a fresh pile of dog poop oh that sucks it wasn't easy to clean but yeah, again I feel like I, every things need to end before you get to dog poop like that's not like that's going that's i would was, rather step in gum than strep you know like yeah. dog shit that that's shit, it was, really awful I'm no shitty, i will but, never forget that and, yeah um do you have any other siblings just you and your brother ju- well yeah just me and my brother and i uh Is he, you said older Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you were, he was deigning to let you hang with him and his friend. Yeah. yeah. We're no longer related after oh, that. Oh, interesting. No, I'm just yep. kidding. Um, no, so he... you, you can have yourself emancipated <laughs> from a sibling. Absolutely. While both of you still remain under the same yeah. household with the same parents. I handed him divorce papers gotcha. <laughs> when I was a child. Canada's um, neat. Canada's so really wacky, is what people don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Justin Trudeau is just 5,000 socks sewn together. Oh <laughs> Someone <laughs> putting their hand in there. Um, yeah, what a relief for so many people in America when bad things started coming out about Justin Trudeau. They were like, oh, thank oh God, it's God. not just us. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, he is... Uh, 
I mean, I, I, I haven't lived there really since he's become prime minister, but, um, who, what a doll face, huh? <laughs> That's my stance on politics, everyone. Yeah, fair. <laughs> now, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to get too personal, but Calgary gets pretty cl- cold, right? I mean, in the winter, so it's cold. a fairly cold place. That, okay, a little. Sorry. I'm sorry. I promised myself I wouldn't pry. Um, you don't have to answer. You don't have to answer. I, I wish I could revert to my on chat profile picture. <laughs> She looks so pensive and sexy. Um, it gets very cold. I was just in Calgary a couple of weeks ago and it's freezing right now. Yeah. It's so cold. Did you have the the relationship to its extreme climbs the way I did about Tucson's hottest uh, moments, which was like, this is unnatural and um, I don't have to adjust to this because I'm not going to stay here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I When I went back, I was such a little bitch the entire time like it's true it's amazing what three years in los angeles can do to it's a person so, it's awful isn't it's it? awful this yeah. morning it was i don't i still don't know um fahrenheit i'm so sorry it it's was quite all right nine degrees celsius uh-huh i don't know what that translates into I but never i understood that either no because it is not a simple conversion i mean i maybe it's but it's not as simple as like you know, like a foot to a meter or whatever. Yeah. Not that I could tell you that either. It's not easy. It would probably like just, 45 degrees. Yeah, like, there's some like, div- I feel there's some division or some subtraction beyond. It's not like it's like, oh, well, just add 30 degrees yeah. or something like that. I don't need that in my what life. If, what if it is at just add 30 degrees? That would be incredible and yeah. solve the world's problem. Probably hunger. Um, it was <laughs> so nine degrees this morning. I was wearing like a, a full jacket, a scarf and you get ready for another canadian word coming in hot toque oh sure the Had wool to get that toque on what do we call it just a, like a wool hat i know that's what i, I why are we wasting our breath cap? why not just call it a toque a toque is a a very fun word to say yeah and be real cute yeah god listen there aren't as many french words that make it over into the english uh, the english the anglicized <laughs> uh like all of the all of the sort of british uh canadian stuff i don't yeah. feel like there's like a ton of crossover whereas you might think there would be yeah so toque is a rarity in my eyes toque is super cute i'm gonna try and make it work here uh, you listen, the, the, you're surrounded by people who know what a toque is at this point i think you're safe if if you don't know what a toque is too cute too cute man because <laughs> it could be a really big insult in if you don't know what it is <gasps> <gasps> oh can i get fa- look, can i say screw you nemesis <laughs> jm she is very funny thank you so much i don't care what you think like what what's your deal man i wish i don't even i would be scared to run into him in the street though i'm not gonna lie he's so tiny anyway i'm probably giving too much away um it's so funny that i have a nemesis i i i hope we never resolve this because i love being like my nemesis jm oh absolutely over the dumbest thing ever but isn't it interesting and perhaps very sad that when you said nemesis i could I immediately assumed it was a girl. Really? Like, that's sad. I because mean, I immediately was like, oh, you know, high school. Like, you know, but people that's get fair. kooky about that stuff. Yeah. And sometimes me- girls are meaner to girls than, you know, boys are to girls and stuff. Absolutely. But- no, I definitely had beefs with girls, <laughs> but 
This little piece of garbage. Yeah. This little ferret. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Was it not a Tennessee? Oh, I'm oh, so sorry. Did we get a you? higher score than your shitty little whatever <laughs> scene you just came off stage and were so angry about? He punched a wall. He punched a wall in front of other teams from different high schools. So gross. That's very distasteful. But it's just like so amazing that he got so mad over an improv scene. It's pretty amazing if only someone had been his arms oh my god listen <laughs> oh man the he, sky's the limit <laughs> they he well there would have been someone would have just tried to feed baby instead of <laughs> punch a wall um yeah so that's do you you oh yeah you the the fire ant person is your nemesis yeah i mean he's not really my nemesis but i think i, I yeah i there, i i think there was there were i think there were times when i sort of like I did almost want to feel imp- like there was a like like people that would describe themselves of having nemeses to me made both they did both sound important like yeah. in a way that you know like ooh nemesis like you're someone's nemesis that's a big part of their life <laughs> is you <laughs> yeah he he will always be my Newman yeah hello Newman yeah Ugh, woof do you think that he's still where is he is he in Calgary is he in I Alberta? think he is, is he- yeah. Yeah, a lawyer in Calgary. Oh, that's P- right. People He's will probably Google it and find him in like two seconds. <laughs> they just look up initials J M lawyer Calgary, former improv tennis uh, tennis aficionado. Oh God, <laughs> now I'm quite worried. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we can go in and I'll just carefully, painstakingly have Julian, our producer, drop in his voice saying someone else's initials every time we say J M. I will. M G. MG. By the way, that is not an impression of Julian. His voice is melodious and beautiful. It does not sound like whatever I was that I just did. Yeah. I I I almost want people to search for him and then for you to have him on the podcast to see if I made such an impact on his life that he say it's almost worth going there and just and, and having that expense. Just so that I can, I uh, uh, we can to start that. a Kickstarter for sure. People would, I think people would need to, nay need to hear it. Yeah. Um, here's an idea. Yeah, I'm gonna just pitch this to you right now, please. Right here. I I'm gonna be very upset if someone else steals this idea. This is Shark this Tank. Podcast. All of the ideas are trademarked. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. We start a podcast called Stale Beef. <laughs> where we it's a podcast where we reunite people with their nemesis oh from long God. ago <gasps> and find out if the feeling is at all mutual yes and then like be the two of us interview the two of them and like see what's changed and like oh or, do you God. still feel and then private we can say listen you don't have to tell the other person we're alone here do you still feel that beef <sighs> oh or, you, or do you feel like my God. you've buried that beef it's like the opposite of a date yeah. It would be, yeah. It would be like oh, I'm trying to think of some like '90s dating shows that I loved. <laughs> the Fifth Wheel. Um, I think that was the thing. On a bus. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. Anyway, listen, it would be like that. I mean, I would be really into that. I well, would listen to that so hard. I think we just, I think we just created a lot of work for ourselves. <laughs> but it would be very rewarding. Much too much work. Like so, like rewarding. we'll we'll dig so deep into someone's history and then find out that the person is like deceased or 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 a ghost, a 1950s ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, it's time for a quick break. I will be back after a word from our friends at Maximum Fun. 
Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my friend's favor. Judge John Hodgman ruled in my favor. I'm Judge John Hodgman. You're hearing the voices of real litigants, real people who have submitted disputes to my internet court at the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I hear their cases, I ask them questions, they're good ones, and then I tell them who's right and who's wrong. Thanks to Judge John Hodgman's ruling, my dad has been forced to retire one of the worst dad jokes of all time. Instead of cutting his own hair with a flobie, my husband has his hair cut professionally. I have to join a community theater group. And my wife has stopped bringing home wild animals. It's the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Find it every Wednesday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. Thanks, Judge John Hodgman. I'm going to do the unthinkable, which is sit up like a normal person so that I can get into wow. the smash game with you. Oh, the vibe changed um, in here. I know. Do you remember what I look like not... At no. a 90 degree angle Different. for me. In fact, you look a little bit like JM right now. No, I must. <laughs> no. Rubber bands. This has been stale beef the whole time. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us on stale beef. Now we have an hour plus to talk about what we really came here to talk about. Uh, okay. So for the first mash uh, category, I'm going to ask you to give me three bands. Oh, that you would love to have the ability to just kind of like suddenly be at it, it, not even necessarily a gig could because it, it could be like sometimes we don't feel like being at a concert and standing yeah, for but sure. like just a scenario in which you could listen to them live whenever you wanted Ooh. and maybe even they're like composing songs and taking requests from you oh my god okay what have i been listening to lately maybe um uh jenny lewis great i'm just gonna think of the ones that i listened to this morning mac demarco great I'll throw in a wild card and sync. Oh. To keep it like very 90s. I love it. I like that attitude. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, next category, uh, I would like to do. Um, you know what? I'm going to jump into this because for the first time ever, I forgot to do this category in my last show and <gasps> I, I'm still shocked at myself. I'm wow. a nemesis, is what I'm getting at. Wow. Three foods that in this reality you either feel are, you know, ecologically you don't feel great about eating or you have an allergy or you wish you could eat a ton of it, but you know that it would make you sick if you ate too much of it. Oh, we're, sure. We're throwing all of that away in this alternate reality. Anything it could be as specific as like a very specific cookie that you can only get at blah, blah, blah. Or it could just be like pizza. But three things in this alternate universe, it's going to be like have it at the snap of your fingers, unlimited supply, and it doesn't make you feel bad. Oh, my God. Okay, nachos are my favorite. Right. Anything. That's tough any. to beat, man. Ugh, nachos, man. Um, chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> oh, fancy. <laughs> Madame. Thank you so much. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, great. Okay. Uh, God, when was the last time I had chicken cordon bleu? It's so good. It is good. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, hmm. It's real good. delicious. Yeah. Oh God! Maybe like a chicken lasagna. It's oh, all mm -hmm. cheese. If if you're mm -hmm. seeing this, um, there's a reason for that. It's called yum. It's called Delicious Town USA. Yeah, Tucson. Mm. No, that one didn't. It's, it quite. was too clear to me. It that was quite because it's not Delicious Town USA. I also yeah. I f I finished with a city. <laughs> <laughs> And when you say finished, you mean there wasn't that much that had begun. There wasn't. There wasn't. Either. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. You know what? Here we go. Okay. Three cities that you would have a vacation home 
if getting there were no issue let's assume it's sort of equidistant from from everything oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god like paris mm-hmm. <laughs> um, i hate to say that you almost said that like you weren't sure it was a city <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of that uh, it might be a theme um oh my god where have i never been before I've never been to the Bahamas. Is that nice? <laughs> I have been to the Bahamas. I couldn't give you a specific city that no. I went to in the Bahamas since you usually just go to like little sort of island hops. Can we make one but up? Yeah. Listen, um, I'm going to put you in the Bahamas. I don't I don't need to get more specific than that. There's got to be a town called Banana. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay, great. Sure. Um, and then, oh, you know what? I had a great time in Boston. Great. <laughs> How devil may care. Eh, fuck it. I have really good food in Boston. Great. Great, great, great. Okay. Uh, let's do three. Now, we got to also do the, this is another classic. Got to keep it in there. Romantic times, sexy times. <gasps> this could be anyone living or dead. Anyone at any age. Could be a, an actor or a part that that person played. Wow. Person from a book. Anything. Three. Cartoon. Oh animal. God. I really don't care. Okay. Three. Oscar Isaac. Great. I should probably put one of the Chris's in there. Mm-hmm. What's the Ooh, one? Who will it be? That's a good start. Which What's one? <laughs> you know what? Humor-wise, Chris Pratt. Great. Good choice. Okay. And number three. Oh, I got to throw in a wild card. Because I love <laughs> when it's really like, did. you're going to end up with Willie Nelson. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's say Tom Hanks, because you know Great. what? That'd be a nice time. Great. And agreed. Uh, apologies to Rita Wilson, who I also All love. due respect. This is an alternate universe. Nobody's, damn it. nobody's pulling anyone from anyone else. I also should have put a woman. What am I so straight? You can sw- <laughs> you could swap at will. Anybody you want to swap out. Okay, I'm going to swap out. Oh, Aust- you know what? Oh. Screw it. The next <gasps> category, women. Oh, Or you're going to be in a throuple. Oh, my God. Okay, this is so exciting. I've never been in a throuple before, except for that one time. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, women, 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 women everywhere. <laughs> Here they come. Here are, oh, Margot Robbie, Babe City, USA. Yeah. Um, oh, Tessa Thompson. Yeah. And Laura Dern. Oh, I love Laura Dern. She's amazing. I feel like she'd just be fun. Oh, absolutely. A fun time. Absolutely. Uh, it's always impressive when someone who has come from a famous family still managed to, to seem like someone you could have a conversation with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those, that person hasn't technically really lived on the same planet. Oh, not in, at in all. Ways. No. Yeah. She's incredible. Um, okay. Uh, next category. Let us do three anxieties or fears that you can go big time like maybe it's not for whatever reason it's not the most realistic that by say the end of this year you will yeah. have been able to conquer these um but three things like just go for it uh, to overcome what it could be one experience or like a feel uh, an actual like an actual thing or could it be an episode of goosebumps i remember quite vividly <laughs> it's your game there was an episode. It might have been Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's one of those where there was a pool monster. Oh, okay. Um, 
And I can't describe it, but it's the scariest monster Mm -hmm. um, of all time. That or uh, the monsters from Hush and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. So what am I putting down? (laughs) I would, I would, let's do Buffy because I remember I just watched it. You vanquish these monsters. I vanquish, I can't remember the name of them, but the monsters that steal your uh, ability to speak. Oh, yeah. I forget the name of those two. What are they called? They were so spooky. Demons. Buffy will remember. Okay. Okay. Also, two more. Sure. Skydiving. Let's Great. make it easy. Let's make it real easy. <laughs> um, and uh, the paranoia that everyone hates me. Yeah, well, Oof. they don't. Oh, did thank I cure you? So you? Much. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Oh. Oh, we're done. This is so <laughs> easy. Amazing. This is great. Um, okay, let's do three characters from fiction, uh, books, movies, whatever, uh, that you would love to have as like your buddy. Like, ah, man, go kill this demon with my friend. Blank. <gasps> okay, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of the Care Bears, but I can't stop <laughs> thinking about the Care Bears. Go, go with your gut. Lionheart. Go with your gut. Lionheart. Great. Um, uh, since I brought up Chris Pratt, now I'm thinking of, um, Andy Dwyer from Parks and Recreation. Great. And, um, oh, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Dr. Great. Malcolm. Great. Doc Malcolm. Doc Malcolm. Malcolm. Okay. Great. Flying heart. What? <laughs> okay, cool. It's, it means something. It, it means does. something. It does mean something. I don't know what it means. Who knows? But it does mean something. Uh, okay, final category. Oh, Let's... I just thought of a good one. Oh, you did? Um, hamburger helper. <laughs> okay, no, continue. <laughs> oh, I really want to see you hanging out with a hamburger helper. It would be a great time. Does he hang out on my hand? Does he hang out separately? Am I allowed to ring a plus one? <laughs> holding him up oh hi that's not what he sounds like i have no idea what he sounds like I'm, it's, it's a me hamburger <laughs> helper i feel like maybe he did an offensive italian accent in one or two commercials that were like heavily italian themed helper meals yeah uh but most of the time i think he had a very similar voice to like the pillsbury Doughboy. it's oh, the yeah. sort of like dare oh. i say almost like um like like a like a eunuch <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can tell, you know, you're vaguely male. Yeah. But you're sort of up in, like, a, you know, Muppety sort of territory. Very ahead of of his time, if I may say so myself. You're right. You're right. He's non-binary. He's welcome here. He's welcome everywhere. Oh, God. I really want to put him in here. Maybe the final category can somehow include Hamburger Helper. Uh, Top three helpers. gloves. (laughs) (laughs) What are other ones? Three? No, seriously. Give me three <laughs> inanimate objects. Oh, okay. That you we laugh about it, but yeah. they change your life for the better. Okay, hamburger helper. Yes, because that's what the, if you didn't say that? After oh my god! I'm imagine so angry with you. Oh, <laughs> Samuel Jackson's Kangle hat. Okay. <laughs> and oh. um, God, Paddington's raincoat. Great. God, what are those things gonna do who knows wow i also picked all clothing well, what's that about what am i scared of being nude <laughs> <laughs> we have gotten some really deep stuff really we dug so deep on this show My, you're afraid to be nude i can't believe this is it does it is it freeing though to admit that you're afraid to be nude i'm gonna get naked right now 
No, I won't. I'm quite cold. Are you, um, <laughs> are you more afraid of being nude or wearing hamburger helper as a glove? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be so scared. What's in there? Organs? I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, you know how MASH works. I got to do like a little squiggle to yes. get us our magic number. So yes. tell me when to stop. Okay. Now. Okay. I'm going to pause this. Okay. To the listener, it will seem as if no time has passed. Okay. And I will come back with your 100% guaranteed fictional mash future amazing okay listen i now know that you have a wonderful trip in this universe to look forward to uh but i do want to reassure you that some very good things are afoot for you in your fictional uh alternate universe life thank you i can't wait not the least of which boy i don't even know where to start i'm so pleased with all this this is like (laughs) a a, it it, like a not it's like beyond an embarrassment of riches it's like a disgust of riches oh my god okay first of all I want to congratulate you on what clearly must be a, a friendship, or at least she admires you from afar. Jenny Lewis just playing Ugh, for you whenever you want, that's so showing nice. up, writing music for you. Best friend, not bad. Um, I don't know if she's taking that uh, all the way to your mansion in Paris. Yes, finally, <laughs> finally, I get finally. what everyone knows. I deserve some respect around here. I don't know if that. Listen. That could be, uh, that might actually be a, a product of like a bunch of people getting together to give you a thank you gift for vanquishing the We Steal Your Voices oh uh, demons. Of course. But many people benefited from that. That's many people benefited happy from to that. help. Well, speaking of being happy to help, I want to reassure you that you are very tight with the Hamburger Helper. <laughs> my god i literally didn't care about anything aside from hamburger i was gonna save her for last but when you said happy to help i had no choice that you had to that was a great segue choice and i'll tell you what you're gonna need a little help because you're in a relationship with margot robbie and oscar isaac wow and that's gonna take an extra hand or two No, it, it worked. It <laughs> okay, thanks, 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 thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. so good. Uh, I, I think that is going to uh, precipitate a lot. Of, there's just going to be a lot of energy expended in that love affair. You are going to be able to uh, uh, carb up with zero negative ramifications with all the chicken lasagna you want. Absolutely. So congrats again. Thank you. Just to remind you, you have a mansion in Paris <laughs> on top of all this other stuff. Uh, and then whatever, you just chill out with your bud, uh, Dr. Malcolm. <laughs> from <laughs> Jurassic Park oh, who man. is like any Jeff Goldblum character extremely interesting for reasons you can't even put your finger on absolutely not uh, stuttering I'm not sure what a group you know he's going to want to jump into this Oscar Isaac Margot Robbie thruple with you you're going to be a oh my quad, god a quad a, a really cool quad a really really cool quad uh so that is your mash outcome one of the best I've seen uh, yeah I don't want to say it's maybe the best outcome of anything I've ever done in my life. Um, The shoe fits if the glove fits. If the glove fits. And you're not afraid of the innards. (laughs) Oh, my heavens. He is helping, but who's helping him? You know what I mean? Let's give back for once, everybody. What doctor? Think about the people who are helping you that you're not helping, a.k.a. What? What were her, his parents like, you know, like oh, I just so much to dig into is what so sign is he? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what sign is he? Well, you know, he helps out a lot. Yeah. Um, he only cooks hamburger. I think. Mm, interesting. Yeah. He doesn't seem very stubborn. So you can get rid of some of those more stubborn signs. Yeah. Maybe it, a Sagittarius. Sure. Or is well, he too I'm serious? A, yeah. Heart? I'm a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. I feel like he, maybe he's 
on the cusp of Capricorn though. Uh huh. I see that. Maybe I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I don't see him being um a Gemini. New segment for the podcast, unrelated to stale beefs. Yeah. People can write in and at the end of our episode, they can ask us what character, fictional character, the more inanimate that's been animated, the better. Yeah. We will discuss what we think their astrological sign should be. I am really into that segment. I am very excited about it. I can't wait. I mean, listen, we've clearly nailed the hamburger helper. Honestly, I I don't I actually don't think that could have went better. I agree. Um, I agree. I feel light and buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> it's that natural high you're finally letting yourself have. Uh, okay, Amanda, please tell people where they may find more of you. Great. Uh, probably not on chat. Oh uh, uh, well, yeah, not anymore. Not called. after what happened. Uh, um, <laughs> nothing happened. No, uh, I'm on Twitter. Um, at Brooke Perrin. At Brooke, Brooke Perrin. Brooke with an E. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing some cool things with my dog over on Instagram, Amanda Brooke Barron. I'm just writing a lot. So um, I hope right. some of those things come uh, see the light of day. I know that's soon. hard to, to explain to people like yeah. family. Yeah. Like, now, what are you working on? What can like, we well, So you're like, well, just, here's how that works. I just have a bunch of secrets that yeah. you can't know about. <laughs> that's and, right. Um, deep, deep uh, entertainment secrets. Yeah. No, uh, just... Uh, probably uh in your your guest house um sure i'll probably if it's a windy day you might find me outside it's gonna be great <laughs> lingering on your porch if you're lucky if you're uh, very lucky listener. um or you can find me seeking revenge on jm great great in calgary great we gotta get on that get uh on. thank you so much for doing the podcast thank you for having me guys i'll talk to you next time on the podcast The show is recorded by me and edited by Julian Burrell. And as always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.